Blog Talk Radio. George Command and welcome to the show. It's Monday show. I was out this morning riding my bike a few minutes ago and it started to rain. I mean, really big drops. And I have this helmet on, right? The little air sots in the helmet and rain was actually coming through the helmet. But I made it back in time, not completely soaked, which is cool. And I when I saw lightning out of the, out in the distance, I realized it's time to go back. <laughs> okay, how's everybody? How was your weekend? That kind of Kind of an interesting weekend. Got a few things done. Had some fun. How about you? Did you have some fun? Now, the show is about diversity, and I'll give you an Abraham quote, and we'll give you some other thoughts on diversity, and I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about this idea of diversity from from a spiritual place. Not, you know, and the article I have is more from you know from a physical kind of aspect. But when first thing you hear diversity, you think of the races, you know, black and white and so forth and so on. But it goes much deeper than that. So we're going to get into the much deeper. So let my spirit guides talk to you about now how I got into this theme. I was doing yoga last night and I don't do yoga to very, sometimes very spiritual music. I was doing yoga to Michael Jackson. The essential Michael Jackson songs. Kind of different, huh? You know, doing doing my poses to, and you put a little dance energy into it, you know, a little rhythm into it. It helps the body, it gives the body a little bit more. So if you're doing yoga sometime, put on some rock, put on some dance music, you know, figure, find an artist that makes you move and want to dance a little bit and do your yoga with a little dance music. And it puts a whole different energy. And I found that when I do it, I'm able to do things and hold things longer because the rhythm, the dance rhythm, actually helps you to hold the poses longer, believe it or not. So try it, you know, calm, easy, quiet, peaceful music as you're doing it. It kind of relaxes you, but but sometimes you need that higher energy. I know I'm going off on a whole different tangent. <laughs> I know, but it was fun. You know, I'm going to try more of that. I'll find more dance-type music, different artists who who kind of get you moving a little bit. So even if you're doing yoga, even if you're doing exercises of any kind, you know, if you listen to a high-energy music, and I found Michael Jackson to be very high-energy, and so I liked his music, and so I'm listening to it, going a retro kind of thing. Retro. I could use you could listen to hip-hop. I don't think you want to listen to music and things that are too device, diverse, divisive, divisive, and where music is kind of um, obscene. I can use that word obscenities. I don't know if that's condu- conducive to good spirituality. So that's what we're doing today. We're going to talk about that. I want to take your calls if you have a question for my spirit guides. Now, my focus in life, my focus, really, seriously, my focus is to in helping people is a couple different things. First of all, it's helping you to be the person you want to be and what my spirit guides would help you to be that person you want. I've been 
focusing a lot lately on this idea, this concept of mind movies. And it really is, it's, it's goes, takes visualization to the next level, or it's not just visualizing something, it's feeling, touching, tasting, smelling, what you, what's your future that you want to create. So it's, it's really creating a movie of the future you want to create. Now, you do it in meditation, you can do it in walking meditation, and first of all, you have to get rid of limiting beliefs, and that's a big deal, getting rid of limited beliefs about what you can be. If you think, if your future that you want to create is to be wealthy, okay, just money, you know what you want to, but first of all, you have to eliminate those, well, you're not worthy, rich people are bad people, you have to get rid of those beliefs, because you have to turn your belief system and say, yeah, I can do that, yeah, I like money, money gives me freedom, money is a beautiful thing, so it's shifting that and then then you create that future now i did in the past what i call future whatever you call it regressions and not really regressions because regressions are going so um i could i guess you would call it mind movies where i would have certain um, clients and I would re- take them using hypnotherapy and meditation practices and I would take them under and we would go forward. We would make a movie, make a scene that would be their future. Like I, one of my friend's clients who, who was my Reiki master, we would exchange you know, sessions. And I would take her, because she was an artist, a musician, and she played like 11 different instruments and mostly percussion. But I would take her forward where she would be in front of an audience. And the the audience was big, and she was doing all of her music, and she would feel it, touch it, smell it, everything. And I know she became much more successful after that. I'm not bragging about me. You can do this yourself. But having somebody to facilitate that session. Now, I have a gentleman, I've known people where I take into, like in the business world, where you can do this, where you have a meeting coming up. And, and this is a little bit of NLP, but it's programming. But it's, it's you've you got to get into the mind movie concept is that you get into all your senses, the sense of smell, the sense of touch, the visualization, you know, just the kinesthetic, the visual, the hearing. So you really immerse yourself in the scene that you want to create for yourself, the future you want, and you do it. And I didn't realize when I was doing this with people that this is what I'm doing. And it really helps. It really does because people come back to me later and say, oh, yeah, that that went really well because I really programmed my future. Now, I'm not going to get into all the details and how why it works and the programming. But, you know, from a spiritual perspective, what you're doing is you're telling the universe, you're showing the universe the future you want. This is what I want to create in my life. This is where I want to go in my life. Okay, and then the universe responds back to you because you've already prepaved it. You've already created that future for yourself, and now you're just walking into it. Your life becomes that. So that's what I help you do, you know. And I, and I channel the sessions. I let my spirit guides take you there and lead you there through this scene of what you want to accomplish. Let's say you want to meet somebody and fall in love, right? Boom, done. I want to fall in love. So you prepave it. You you see yourself. You you smell the perfume, the the, the the you know, if it's a male, you you can the scent, the the hands, the the 
features. Maybe maybe you don't want to get into all the details of the features, but yeah, you, you could prepave it. I'm I'm learning in my own pursuit pursuit of relationships to find out what's most important in a relationship and the kind of person you want. Maybe there is some certain physicality that's really really important to you. Because preferences are cool. It's good to have preferences. It really is good to have preferences. So you can you can do that. So that's that's what I do. That's what I love to do. And I'd love to channel the sessions for you to take you to that place where you can see your future. And plus, the other aspect of my life is writing about all this, writing my book on basically raising your vibration. Because you have to get your vibration up to a vibrational place where you're in alignment. And I call it being in that magnetic field with source so that if you're in that field, you're actually creating your future. Boom, done. Believe me? Okay, it works. It really does work. And sometimes it's not easy to do it on your own. You do need help. You know, if it's not me, find a therapist. Find somebody that can take you there and and help you get there. So that's what I'm talking about. So today's show is more about diversity, but we'll get into diversity from a spiritual perspective a little bit and then from the physical perspective. Um, Kind of a little bit of both, right? That's what we're going to do today. So let me get back to what we're talking about. So that's that's where I came up with the word diversity and the use of the word diversity. Let me let me give you the Abraham quote. Then I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about it. And then I have a couple articles that talk about because you've got to think in terms of diversity of not just sexual, not just race. There's a lot of different types of diversity in society. There's there is the of course there's the race, but there's also religious diversity. There's also gender diversity. There's also political diversity. Okay? And social economic diversity. So there's it's a whole big ball of wax, and there's an article that defines it a little bit more. We'll get into that, but I'm gonna let my spirit guides talk to you about this whole topic and how it and how would it benefits you. And there's a nice article that benefits how it benefits us in society to do that, to have diversity in our in our in our communities, in our workplace, in our churches, whatever it might be. So let me give you this quote from Abraham. It's from a workshop in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, October 13th, 2004. Almost 14 years ago? Wow. Abraham's been doing this a long time through Esther Hicks. So the truth is not there. So the truth is there's not one path. The truth is, truth is, There's not only one right path. The truth is all paths can be made to be the right path. The truth is that every individual has a different path. Now, see, I I was reading this because this is the quote for today. I'm thinking, God, that's diversity, isn't it? Wow, isn't that really diversity? That every individual has a different path. We all are different. Okay, that different path that every individual is launching incrementally and, and amending constantly, that true path is known by source and is guided by source if you will pay attention to the way you feel. So we're all different. There's all a complexity of life. We all have a different path. But I, but going back to what we're talking about, and that's what I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about, is knowing all that, how does it 
play out in our lives? How does diversity play out as from a spiritual perspective? So wherever I am here, I'm just kind of, okay, here I am. So that's what we're going to talk about today a little bit more. So I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you if you want, you know, and I would say, okay, if you have a call in and if you're, if you really need my spirit guides to assist you on something, if you want me to channel for you about your question, even if it's off topic, I'll do that. Keep it brief. Keep it to the point because I would like to contact you individually, offline. You know, that's how <laughs> I make part of my living, to be honest. You know, so my information is there. So if you, if you want a quick reading from my spirit guides and if you want to go into depth, contact me. We can do that. Okay? Boom. You know, this is fun. So let me have my spirit guides talk to you about this whole topic. They're the ones that brought it up. They're the ones who are always steering me towards topics. So I want to hear what they have to say about diversity. And we'll get into a little bit more. And we'll get in from a different, little different perspective on that. Well, George didn't introduce us. Normally, he tells us tells you that we are the Sarah group or a group of spiritual teachers that come in different group different members of the group or from different perspectives see diversity we would use the word diversity we all have different backgrounds and we all have different looks, uh, looks on things because some of us have an expertise in certain areas of um, knowledge and information you know not you know even in the spirit world not every spirit knows everything you know that you understand that you you know you talk about in your spiritual perspective the hall of records or the akashic records and we played certain roles in our either physical lifetimes or in our spiritual journeys we all have played different roles we all have certain interests and perspectives which are different but when we come together and we share opinions and ideas and thoughts for humanity, we we have a concordance, agree, agreement to what to share to you, and we would pick one or more in the group to share on a certain theme. That's diversity. There's diversity in the spirit world is what we're trying to tell you. We have different backgrounds. Many of us lived upon the earth. Many of us didn't live upon the earth. Many of us lived... Believe it or not. Now, you may not accept this concept, or you may accept this concept. We lived on different planets. We did different things. So we come with a different perspective, a different worldview, a different set of information, a different set of experiences that we can share to humanity, to your planet, to other planets, so that you will get a full, broad range of information, so in helping you to make choices and giving you guidance and seeing where you're going. Because what we're, what we're looking for, regardless of where our background is, we're looking into your intent as humans, not as diversity. Well, when we look at human intent, we also want to look at human experience, being able to experience a lot of different things to find out your preferences to experience many different people in your lives, many different backgrounds, many different cultures in your lives, many different different types of experiences. Now, you're going to develop your preferences, but you're going to accept that they have their own preferences. This person has a certain pre sexual preference, and you may have a different sexual preference. 
But neither of them are wrong. It's just a preference. So diversity really is about preference, isn't it? But coming to understand different people's, different energies, different preferences, and accepting them and knowing that, oh, I can learn from that. My preference is a little different on that subject. You know, maybe maybe I can learn a little bit more, you know, about my particular situation. Let's let's use a very simple example, food. You've been raised with a certain dietary habits and foods that your family and traditions have been eating for hundreds of years or maybe 50 years or maybe even 10 years. But can't you see the value in trying something different? Hmm. Let's say you, you you add a different ingredient. Different culture brings in a different ingredients, a different spice, a different way of preparing food that you never thought of. Maybe it's even preparing rice or corn or potatoes or beef or chicken or whatever it might be. So by being open to the diversity of other cultures and the diversity of other backgrounds, you can enhance your experience. You can you can grow as an individual in your your tastes and your interests in food. Now, some of you may not like that's a preference. It doesn't make them wrong. It's just a difference. It's a it's a preference. Diversity means you're open to experience from all these different backgrounds: cultural, artistic, uh, architectural. Uh, design and fashion, language patterns, lifestyle differences, sexual differences. You you can learn all these different prefer- different preferences and different interests and so forth, and it adds to your scope, your understanding. But it's again, it's preferences. We're, we're going to fall back onto that word because diversity really is about, partly it's about experience. And it's understanding that that's their preference. Doesn't make her wrong. Doesn't make it bad. Doesn't make it horrible. Now, we're going to stop this and we're going to say, yeah, certain times if that preference is violent or destructive or non-inclusive or all of these other things that, that would weed out certain people from their societies, and be prejudiced against people for certain backgrounds, whether it's religious or ethnic or racial or sexual preferences. That's not a preference, right? That's that's a preference, but it's not based on diversity. It's not based on being open. It's not based on experiencing and accepting and recognizing that, yeah, that's not me, but... I'm going to allow them to, I'm going to accept that, that that is their preference. That is something they enjoy. That's their background. That's their culture. That's their sexual expression. It's different from mine. That's not my preference, but that's theirs. But again, we're back to this. There's no right or wrong in that. The wrong, if you want to use that word wrong, is for us to shut out these other preferences and to judge them as being wrong because that becomes suddenly a society that's closed off. You, you, that's what develops a negative energy, a negative point of view about other people. If you want to raise your vibration, you become an embrace and open up 
to all of these different preferences and all of these dis- different diversities in your society, that's raising your vibration. Lowering your vibration is shutting off people and judging people and finding, well, I don't like that, and they're bad for doing it. They're horrible people. I'm going to judge them because I don't like that. Now, we could get into the whole religious thing, and we're not going to develop that point here because that's not – but you could say that religion does that. Religion shuts down diversity. Because it shuts down people's preferences. It says that that preference is bad because my interpretation of a spiritual practice says that's bad. That's condemned. That there is a God that says that is wrong. Now, from a spirit perspective, from our perspective, from a non-physical perspective, there is nothing wrong. You call it source energy. We call it source energy. and You call it God. But source energy is open to all that. Source energy allows diversity. Source energy allows all these different preferences because that's, that's what you chose to experience. And allowed, that's why you came into the planet Earth is to, to experience all these different things, all these different preferences, all these different races, to be part of a different race. Many lifetimes you get to be this race, that race, that background, ethnic background, that intersexual orientation, that political point of view. You get to experience it all. That's that's. There's no condemnation from source, from God, for doing that. That's part of your journey. And once you come to accept that, that all the diversity is good because you learn from it. You get to experience it. You get to taste it, touch it, feel it, see it, and realize, eh, that's not my preference. That's not what I want. I want something different. I like this, but hey, I can appreciate that they experience different things. They have a different orientation. They have a different point of view. Okay, here's the word. Here's the word we're going to give you. We pop this into George's brain so it, we would emphasize this word, the word love. It's love for your neighbor, love for yourself, love for the diversity in society. That that when you're practicing love, when you're practicing unconditional love, when you're practicing appreciation and joy, then you're accepting other people for their preferences, for their backgrounds, for the, their point of view. You're not condemning it. Now, again, we're going to draw that line. We're going to say, well, when people are violent and hateful and try to change other people and try to press their preferences on other people, that's where you run into problems, right? You agree. You agree with that. You can see the wars are, this is my preference. This is my point of view. This is, I want to control you. I want you to think this way and do this way and live this way, right? That's not diversity that's forcing one's preference on another now if you in your evolved societies and your enlightened societies your source energy societies well if you accept preferences if you accept diversity you have a more harmonious society you have more of a loving society you have a society that grows at a much faster rate because you're taking in all these different ideas you may not like them all you may not say that. It's not my preference. But I'm going to let them live. Let them have their preference. 
I'm not going to judge their preference. I know that they're not judging my preference. They're, they're living in peace and love and harmony and, and appreciation. They can take a look at my preferences and go, yeah, that's just not me. But I want to respect them because that's them and that's what they enjoy. Yeah, sexual orientation, let's say you're you're straight or gay or whatever you are, and you look at a gay person or a straight person and go, yeah, you know, I can appreciate their sexual orientation. I can appreciate what they like and what they enjoy, but it's not me. So I, I, I can understand their preference. I can understand their sexuality, but it's not my sexuality. So I'm not going to condemn them. I'm not going to judge them. I know that they're not in reverse. They're not judging me. They're not condemning me. They're allowing me to have my preference. But you can see how, how society would just function at a much different level if we just went, if you just went through it and said, hmm, okay, that's the difference. Now, we're included in the we. When we say we, it's because from our spiritual perspective, we have to live that way also. We have to exist that way also. Now, many of us may have brought in some physical, some human tendencies that we have to rid ourselves of, you know, prejudices and, and you know, isolationists and just di- different points of view on subjects, the judgmental. We, we have to rid ourselves and we come back into the spiritual pre- life and so we have to learn to let go of whatever physical tendencies, negative tendencies that we may have had. And that makes us more harmonious. Now, we're going to get into all the things of what happens with spiritual, spiritual spirit when we have to go through that process. If you're interested, we can share that with you at some point, how we have to go through that reemergence into love reemergence into diversity, reemergence into accepting other preferences, accepting other other life form as as just as beautiful as we are. So that's what we would encourage you to do as humans. We would encourage you to accept others okay as beautiful, as wonderful, without judging. Now, you can see the advantage in that. You've got a lot of problems in your world. We see that. We, we understand you have problems and difficulties and challenges. But if you just lived by those very simple principles of love, respect, appreciation, openness, openness to learn about other people, realizing that preference is not as necessarily about judging others, but it's just a preference. It's a difference, you know, different lifestyle, different points of view, different ways of doing things. And that if both groups of people and all different groups of people would accept that, that your path is not your neighbor's path, but they have a beautiful path and you have a beautiful path and you're, you're achieving your goals and you're living your passions and they're living their goals and living their passions and they preferences may be differences, different. Your diversity, is, there's diversity in your beliefs and choose things you choose. What you end up with a society that learns from each other and grows with each other. And you end up with a society that's actually very beautiful. So think about that. You're not going to change overnight. But if you look from that perspective that, yeah, it's good to have preferences that are different than my neighbors. I'm not going to judge them. And we can work together to not judge each other. We can learn from each other. 
We can grow. We can experience new things. We can experience new foods. You may not like it at first. Maybe if you try it a few times, wow, that's that, that's not so bad after all. I really appreciate you letting me experience this different type of food or clothes or art or music, whatever it is. You know, we could we could go on and on about this. We could, music is another real interesting area where you seem to be so judgmental about people's music. Now, of course, when music gets into violence and destructive, destructive and gets into a negative lower vibration, then that's a whole different story. But when music is expressing feelings and emotions and passions and love and all kinds of different energies, which aren't necessarily degrading to certain elements of your society, there's diversity in that, and there's beauty in that, so accept it. We're going to leave you there, because we've been going on and on, and we could go on for hours, but we're not here to go for hours about this subject. And at some point, we would like to talk to you individually about your preferences and how to get to more of those, bring more of those into your life, what you need to do to enhance your own wants and needs and desires in life and to rid yourself of those things that keep you from getting there. So thank you for listening. Be well. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the diversity in your society and encourage it. Thank you for listening. Bye. Uh, I think I'm back. I don't know. Am I back? I went on for a long time, didn't I? Oh, well, that was like, I don't know. It seemed longer than it was, but Okay, so we're talking about diversity. I think my spirit guide's kind of summed it up. I could just do a half-hour show and I'm done, right? I'm done. <laughs> um, let's 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 define diversity not necessarily from the spirit point of view, but more from a physical human point of view. Then we'll get into a little bit more. I'm on an article on that. And I will take your calls. I, I promise I want to take your calls. And if you have a question from my spirit guides on a topic that you're interested in, that, yeah, that is it's kind of either related because everything comes back to what we want, our own individual preferences and what we're looking for. Maybe you want to be rich, right? No, no, judgmental, no judgment on that concept, right? If you want to be rich, if you want to make money, that, that's cool. That's good, right? That's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Spirit would say there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you wanted to be wealthy, if you wanted to have certain type of individual that you have preferences in a relationship with certain type of individual. So that's what we're going to talk about. And so what am I what am I doing? What am I doing? Oh oh an article of defining preferences, diversity a little bit more. Okay? That's what we're gonna do for a few minutes. I'm taking my getting my breath back. I'm getting myself back into this place because, you know, spirit went on for quite a few minutes about this topic and I want to get myself re reoriented into the into the physical form instead of the spirit realm that I was delving into for a few minutes. So, this is from an article, Open Mind Responses from Schoon Conducted Survey in 2010 and a range rage. Okay, so um how would you define diversity? And these are different points. Oh, you could agree or disagree, but I thought I'd throw these out there. 
a wide range of interests, backgrounds, and experiences, differences among groups of people and individuals based on an ethnicity, race, social, economic status, gender, uh, language, religion, sexual orientation, and geographic area, diversity of experiences, viewpoints, backgrounds, and life experiences, tolerance of thought, ideas, people with different viewpoints, backgrounds, and life experiences, diversity can be measured across many variables, age, race, sex, economics. So it goes on and on. Um, let me find another. Um, my de One definition of diversity would include openness to differences among people, cultures and perspectives, having a multiple of people from different backgrounds and cultures together in the same environment working for the same goal. So you could go on and on about this, and I could read more of those. There's lots of those, okay? But I'm going to get into an article about going to get into an article, a little bit of more diversity. I'm going to get into different perspectives. This is from Scientific America. And it's from a scientific or from an article from psychologists and psychiatrists and sociologists on this whole topic. And I'm going to explore that a little bit in this article. And I, I picked out certain areas I thought were more interesting than others. And so Getting into the article, I'm kind of halfway, three-quarters of the way through the article. It says, this effect is not limited to race. For example, last year, the professors of management, the, the University of Illinois and the University of Oklahoma State University and Ohio State University and, and asked 186 people whether they identified as Republicans or Democrats. And they had to read a number of – then they had to read a murder mystery and decide who they thought committed the crime. Now – Okay, that, that's an interesting way of perspective. You got different perspectives, right? Different diversity of backgrounds politically, right? Next, we ask the subject to prepare for a meeting with another group member by writing an essay, communicating their perspective. Most important in all cases, we told the participants that their partner disagreed with their opinion, but they would need to come to an agreement with the other person. Everyone was told to prepare to convince their meeting partner to come around to their side. Half of the subjects were told to prepare to take their case to a member of the opposing political party, and half were told to make their case to a member of their own party. The result, it's interesting how diversity works in this sort of thing. The Democrats were told that a fellow Democrat disagreed with them, prepared less well for the discussion than Democrats who were told that a Republican disagreed with them. Republicans showed the same pattern. When disagreement comes from a socially different person, we are prompt to work harder. Diversity shows us into a cognitive action in a way that being of the same background or whatever it might be simply does not. That's interesting. It's very fascinating, isn't it, how, how diversity works, how recognizing diversity. Okay, for, the same, for this reason, diversity appears to have a higher quality scientific, lead to higher quality scientific research this year. Uh, Richard Freeman, an economics professor at Harvard University and director of science engineering workforce project, okay, blah, blah, blah. Examine the ethnic identity of authors of 1.5 million scientific papers written between 1985 and 2008. Using Common Web of Science, a comprehensive database of published research, they found that pat 
papers written by diverse groups seem receive more citations and high, have a higher impact factors than written pe- written by people of the same ethnic group. Moreover, they found that the stronger papers was social associated with greater numbers of uh, the author addresses. Geographic diversity and larger number of references is a reflection of more intellectual diversity. Interesting. So the more diversity you bring into it, in, in this case, either political or scientific, the more you get out of it. The more something grows and the more something develops, the more you can get in society grows, okay? If I, um, I think that's pretty much all of what the article was going to get into, okay? So let's see how much time I have left. I didn't prepare as, as much different particular information because I was going to give my spirit guides a lot of time and I wanted to give you some time to ask questions of my spirit guides. So let's... Uh, it's an interesting statement from this article. What comes from diversity of race, ethnicity, and gender sexual research has shown that social diversity in a group can cause discomfort rougher interactions, a lack of trust, greater perspective, interpersonal conflict, less, lower communication, less cohesion, more. So what is the, that, that seems like the downside. The fact is that when you want to build teams or an organization capable of, okay, I'm not going to get into too much that you need diversity in an organization. You need diversity. Diversity enhances and creativity enhances creativity it encourages a search for novel information and perspectives, leading to better decision-making and problem-solving. Diversity can improve the, the bottom line of companies and lead to unfettered discover, discoveries and breakthrough innovations. Even sim- simply being exposed to diversity can change the way you think. Well, that my spirit guides, and I didn't really go through this in detail before. I, maybe my spirit guides read this before I read this, right? Even simply being exposed to diversity, okay, this is not just wishful thinking. It is the conclusion drawn from decades of research from organizational scientists, psychologists, sociologists, economists, and others. Okay, so think about that. Think about the value of diversity. And and the Spirit Guide said the value of diversity in the spiritual community. How if you bring in different ideas you know, some people are critical of people like myself who who are kind of open to different ideas religiously and spiritually, are open to different, look at different perspectives, aren't shut off and saying, well, there's one source of truth. I was raised in a religion, and I raised my hands to that and say, I was told there's one source of truth. That's it. You know, it's this. this is the truth, and anything outside of this truth will cause, you know, is wrong, absolutely wrong, and it's going to lead to condemnation and going to hell in a handbasket, right? But if you're open to different diversity of religious beliefs and preferences and religious beliefs, then then you get to borrow and understand why other people believe that way. And maybe there's certain value in what they believe. You know, maybe there's a certain value in what Buddhists believe or Christians believe or Muslims believe or Hindus believe. And whatever Confucius believe, and whatever other religious background, even shamans, you know, if you can borrow from different things, because as my spirit guide said, 
going back to what they commented on, Source doesn't care. Source put in action all of this, all of the diversity on the planet, so that we can learn from it and experience it, and we can reject the negativity that might be here upon the planet and only accept those positive things that are here upon the planet, those that build us up and those that show us a little different point of view. A long time ago, many, many years ago, many, many years ago, I was exploring my spirituality and I was trying to learn about my spirituality and, you know, what path to follow. And I did a lot of experimenting and read a lot of different books and a lot of explored many different religions and different backgrounds and different practices. And I went to different churches and experienced different people of different backgrounds. I was raised in a very conservative Christian faith. So I tried different things. You know, a good friend who was a Buddhist. I studied and went into Hindu practice and chanting and, and understanding the Hindu gods and shaman practice and earth practices and various various forms of Christian practices, whether they be very conservative or more liberal Christian practices. So I learned the diversity of religion. So I could say that I borrowed from that. I could borrow from the different backgrounds. And knowing that source the divine wants us to do that and then find our own path. Maybe we don't identify with any of it, you know, any of it. That's okay. If we don't identify with any particular religious practice, that's okay. Not that you're necessarily going to go out and start your own religion, but at least at the very least, what you're doing is you're taking in all this information. And so, you could say that God created diversity. God allowed diversity. God allowed all these different religious practices because we benefit from it. We grow from it. We we learn from it. We And as my spirit guide says, as long as it's not negative, as long as it's not violent, as long as it's not prejudicial against others, that we're open-minded about other people's religious beliefs and backgrounds. And then we're able to go, yeah, I, that's an interesting point of view. I kind of like that. I like that practice. I enjoy that. You know, meditation, right? Certain rituals. I learned about certain rituals I thought were really cool. Different religious backgrounds. You know, different practices. You know, like in front, I had a lot of good friends of the Jewish faith and certain practices and certain things that they did. I thought, well, that, culturally, that's really interesting, you know. Certain foods, certain certain habits, certain ways of conducting services I found more interesting than others. So, so I was open, and then I encourage all of you, if, if, you're, if you're so moved to do so, to be open to diversity in society in your own life and the life of others. Okay, we, I've gone on and on, and I know I didn't have – the articles I had weren't as specific as I'd like to have been, but – yeah, you know, it's it's really all about, you know, I've gone to 45 minutes and I was hoping that I'd get some calls. And if, next time, I'll be back tomorrow. We'll, we'll talk more tomorrow about whatever topic. And it's really, go back to my original thought and what I was talking to you about and what my spirit guides were talking to you about is I want to help you to become the person that you want to become. To, you know, I talked about this idea of becoming, to setting up a movie looking into your future that you want to create you know stop living by default 
stop letting your future just happen. I guess that's the point. Stop letting your future just unfold without your interaction, without creating or co-creating your future. And the co-creating part is pretty much you set your future out. You make a mind movie of your future. You go to experience where you want to be, the person you want to be with, the, the job you want. And then you, you, you give that to the universe, to source. Okay, this is, this is the movie. Now let's make this movie reality. Let's, let's bring that movie that I've created, that life that I've created, that aspect of my life that I've created in my movie of life that I'm project, projecting out into the future. Let's make that real. So once you put it in out there, you know, what you think about, you know, so I think be, be careful what you think about. It might become reality. Well, that's the truth. But in this case, what you created as a mind movie, the movie of your future, that that future that you're creating and living, that becomes your reality. That becomes your future. Well, so my spirit guides want to help you do that. I want to help you do that. If you have a beautiful day, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm not sure what we'll talk about, but I love you guys. Have a good one. Have some fun. Yes, go out and have fun. Bye now.